0: Welcome to Virtually Unbreakable, where we inspire you to live happier and more fulfilling lives. My name is Ella and I'm your host. Today, my guest is Kasia Richter, the psychologist based in London. Kasia is a well-being strategist who transformed the lives of business leaders on the brink of burnout, depression, and is using a unique methodology called RESET, combining positive psychology, neuroscience, theta healing, and yoga. And today we are talking about how to prevent burnout in busy entrepreneurs. I'm pleased to have you here today. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Hi, Kasia. How are you doing today? Welcome to my show.
1: Hi, Ella. I'm very good, thank you and um thank you so much for inviting me. I'm very happy to be here
0: likewise i'm I'm really happy that you could make it so could you to start with, could you tell us who you are a little bit more and and what is it that you do professionally with regards to psychology and and working with entrepreneurs?
1: Sure, I'm based in London, and um my background is in psychology and uh, recruitment. I've been working for many years. For big international companies, primarily based in the Middle East in the aviation sector. And then I moved into uh, self employment and um, I've been focusing on activities that help create a better quality of life of Mm -hmm. uh, work with. And the topic that I've been uh, recently more interested in is prevention of depression and. Uh, Therefore, I I became very much interested in uh, burnout prevention and recovery uh, as it's been my personal experience and um, I've successfully recovered. I've remodeled my life and today I'm helping uh, my clients um, prevent, hopefully prevent if if it's possible, (laughs) to to overcome um, burnout so that they can just have a happier and healthier life.
0: Sure. So I understand this is your pers- it's personal experience and your own journey that inspired you to start this business, this, this practice? Partially, yes.
1: The, the other part is I've been uh, obviously looking for um, uh, for the area of, um, of the market that would be profitable. So uh, I wanted obviously to to combine uh, the benefits of, of creating a successful business. Uh, therefore, I had to ensure there is enough demand on the market. And uh, when I started mm-hmm. digging and doing my market research, I've learned that, yes, mental health is the right direction and the niche is um, burnout.
0: Sure. Sounds great. OK, so most of us have heard about burnout before. Um, and But to some of us, burnout is still a little bit of a new term. Can you tell me? Can you share your definition of burnout?
1: Certainly. Uh, like you've said, a lot of people are confused because um, there's a lot of being uh, of, uh, of, of this media about burnout, about stress, about everything. And uh, a lot of people think that burnout and um, stress is the same. Basically, the difference would be um, burnout is the re- result of a chronic stress. Burnout happens when we are reaching the the level of um, physical um, and emotional um, energy depletion. When we just um, reach the stage when holidays don't help, you know, in regaining yeah. our, our, our energy. Um, when taking a break or having a nice weekend, just doesn't do it. Um, it it is much deeper, and um, that's how we know we're dealing with something uh, more serious than uh, regular stress.
0: Yeah, and it it's such a common problem these days, isn't it? Um, I think, I think when when I think about burnout, um, the first thing that springs to mind is that I feel like, oh, I definitely don't have that. So when I hear the word burnout, to me, that's such a severe, serious word that immediately I try to distance myself from it instead of perhaps actually considering how I'm really feeling. Do you get me? I think many people possibly are doing the same thing because the word burnout is like, oh, who's burned out? But actually, um, it is like you're saying, it's a long Um, it's an effect of long-term stress and this lack of balance in our life that so many of us experience on daily basis and and I almost want to say that one way I mean we will get to the the prevention bit in a second but one way that immediately springs to mind to 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 my mind um, of how to prevent it is just simply create better balance in your weekly schedule um, it seems so self explanatory, right? But I think we are all very, very guilty of working super hard, um, all the time, not taking any breaks, not giving ourselves enough time to rest, not sleeping enough. Um, and suddenly we just feel, we think it's being tired. I'm always tired, right? But actually it could be burnout which is why we're talking about this today because it's a very common problem and especially among professionally uh, professionally active people and busy entrepreneurs um, that need to combine that work life with home life. Um, So when does burnout usually occur? Can you tell us a bit more about that?
1: The simple answer is when we don't love ourselves enough um Mm -hmm. it is so simple simple and so um difficult at the same time because like you've said uh we are living in a business adoring culture Mm -hmm. Uh, people um, especially certain personality types who are ambitious um, who are, um, achievers. Mm. They are particularly prone to burnout because, um, they just identify themselves with the career achievements, with their work. Um, therefore they, it's, it's very hard for them to, to set the boundaries, to, to yeah. make the room for balance that you've mentioned. Um, yeah it it will be more difficult for this type of people and the culture we're living in at the moment um in a in an environment when mm-hmm. um, the media are constantly um feeding us uh with negative um information uh, with uh, infusing us with fear um a lot of people that didn't develop um mental toughness uh they've it's very difficult for them to um, to set the balance, to to look after themselves because they're constantly worried. They're driven by fear mm-hmm. and uh, therefore they're like, no, no, I cannot relax. I cannot afford to go for a massage. I cannot afford to stop working um, because, you know, the common economy is in regression. The inflation is on, you know, the, the yeah. war is on. And, you know, so, um, it it's uh, it really uh, requires a lot of uh conscious effort to to really reflect and say like my health is important um without a good mental health i cannot be productive i cannot have a good uh, financial results so um sadly uh, that awareness comes when it's late when people yeah. experience um uh sometimes it is depression, sometimes um, it is a physical condition and they end up in hospital and they are physically unable to work. Then they start thinking, right? Maybe I've been running too fast, maybe you know I, I never yeah. rested um, that, that, and then they they maybe remodel their lives. Um, but a uh, majority of cases, um this awareness um doesn't doesn't come just by itself.
0: Mhm. And um, does burnout affect women and men differently? And did did you observe in your work that there may be slightly different symptoms or any any patterns that you've observed among men and women?
1: Uh yes, uh there is a difference um actually. Um and basically it's um uh, women uh do have better awareness. They they mm-hmm. They know, like, you know, okay, I am tired, I am am stressed, and uh, what women do better than men, they uh, they admit it, uh, therefore they create room room for um, help, for getting help, and they reach out for help much uh, more often than men.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Men
1: um, experience burnout, but uh, they don't talk about it, they internalize it, they keep on working because the uh, the gender war, uh, role is that, okay, I am the breadwinner, I need to provide for the family, this is my role, I, I have to do it. Yeah. And there's no option that, you know, uh, I can fail, uh, which leads to um, a, a lot of uh, cynicism. Uh, so the gender roles are um, one um, one thing and the other uh, is um, the parents, so the, the stress coming from parenting. Um, men experience it um, much more than women and the reason for it is that men are not really prepared for the role of of, of, of parenthood. They, I don't know, they don't have training or, you know, it's just, yes. that they come. so when. They didn't they, have,
0: they didn't have nine months to prepare for it. Like we did, perfect. right? Our bodies changed, our hormones changed, our mindset changed, everything, the, the priorities are shifting. Whereas for men, it seems like this is a continuation of the old role, except it's not, right? Exactly,
1: exactly. So uh, therefore parents, the um, fathers may be uh, more uh, vulnerable from the stress coming from um, uh, running the family and basically being uh, being the father. Um, mm. So this is something to be just, you know, mindful about. Uh, because, mm. Um, mm. like I've said, men would not really open up and, and talk about it. They will become more cynical. They will, will treat people um, in a depersonalized way. Uh, they will have short temper. They will have um, less patience, like like with, with, with their children or you know at work. So yeah. that's how you can maybe uh, recognize that you know uh, a man is is going through a burnout.
0: Mm. Cool. I understand. So and so it affects us all slightly differently. Um, do you feel? I mean, I suppose it's a natural the answer to the question is yes, but. Imagine a scenario where both men and a woman in a relationship are going through burnout at the same time. Mm-hmm. How difficult that must be. I think it, it is an extreme scenario, but I bet it's quite common, except pe- except people are not actually realizing it. Yeah. So it, it might be that it will manifest itself as a one person being snappy, the other pe- person um like you said having no patience and you have this accumulation of this exhaustion and frustration right a physical exhaustion mental exhaustion and the need to relax and if 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 we are both quite driven in a relationship if two people are very ambitious and, and overachievers or high achievers um that is probably likely to occur is there, is there anything we can do in the scenario of a relationship now that we can, uh, what can we do if we notice our partner um, or ourselves uh, might be going through a burnout? What are the first three steps you would recommend? Well, first of all,
1: just stop to stop and reevaluate the situation. Like, you know, what is happening? If if we quarrel, if we fight, if we have um, lack of patience, just um, stop yeah. and reflect uh, and start wondering, like, you know, why is this happening? I'm losing patience. I'm not performing at, yeah. at work in the same way I used to. I'm treating mm-hmm. my patients or my patients or my students. Uh, you know, in a very different way than I used to. You know, yeah. this is an indication that something has changed. Something is happening, and it's all about us. So uh, we have to take uh, responsibility um, about our own um, of uh, our own health and just uh, evaluate what is um, happening. And the very important uh, next step as we realize, like, okay, my behavior is different, I I don't like it, you know, I want to do something about it, is to get help. Um, Because uh, it will create much faster results when we work with a specialist, mental health specialist, uh, somebody who is trained uh, to help you. Even, Um, I mean, obviously, uh, going through a burnout recovery process, or maybe a therapy, um, it's uh, I would I would advise it as the best course of action. Um, even just going and seeing, um, uh, ideally a psychologist, psychotherapist. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes you know, uh, and and being listened to uh, already creates a lot of change because we just have to vent out. And very often at work, we cannot, we go back to uh, home and at home we cannot because at home, we are also falling into you know, the next role. Like I am a man, I'm the breadwinner. I cannot admit that you know, I'm struggling. Uh, yeah. I am the friend, I have to set the great example, right? So um, if we have a good support network and the support network can look like having uh, good friends, but you know, the. the we, this is this is you know a little bit uh m- not so straightforward right because um ideally the good friend is somebody who already has very good awareness and has yeah. our um health in mind uh, black, so- yeah Yes. Not somebody who will be criticizing us, not somebody who will be um, saying like, oh, let's go out and just drink and forget about it. Right. Because, uh, yes, the alcohol will help for five minutes for one evening, but the problem will stay. So um, the idea is to really uh, be listened to uh, with full attention without being judged and somebody who maybe has experience dealing with similar situation, this is a very good resource as a friend or as a family member, right? If we don't have such a resource, uh, resource, then I would really recommend um, finding a specialist because that will create the fastest result and uh, Im- impact our uh, our life um, in a in a best way.
0: Sure. Thank you for the answer. I think... Um... I I like what you said I think everything starts from self awareness oh. and um and where I see the difference between men and women is like you said women are perhaps a little bit more self aware and are more willing to admit to themselves and to others openly that they struggle it's they are choosing that they, they are Easier able to be vulnerable, right? Express that vulnerability and the fact that they don't have everything together, that they need help, they are struggling. Whereas, like you said, with men, unfortunately, there is the social stigma related to being a man, being strong. And uh, not showing your weaknesses because that can be perceived in a really bad light. And, um, therefore that, I mean, this is a sim- simplified version, but many men simply choose not to seek help. And it might not even be the fact that they are not aware that they are struggling, but they are not able to admit openly that they are struggling with stress or perhaps they think that who they have become as a result of stress it's just a normal way of living now that you married and you have children most people argue most people most marriages are snappy with one another so what's the big deal with us we do the same like that's just the way we are now right And um, what would you say just the last question what would you say um a woman in a relationship like that with um if she she's got a partner who is going through a burnout, what should be the number one suggestion she should give or he should give to her to the partner? So I understand the friends and the therapist is is a resource, but if you love someone, you generally care about them, um would you say that they should encourage them to seek help outside the relationship, perhaps? It
1: depends
0: um, if
1: the partners um, have resources to help each other, uh, mm-hmm. to help that uh, that will um, g- genuinely take the other person from the burnout. Yeah, uh, they don't need external resources. Sometimes maybe we need to audit and see like, you know, what yeah. we can for each other, because um, very often we underestimate each other. Yeah. Um, So uh, basically, a nice open conversation, saying like, I've noticed that you've been snappy recently, Uh, you've been talking negatively about your work. Uh, Do you want to talk about it? Is there something that is bothering you? Uh, I am here to to, to listen. If you need to, you know, take off the pressure, if you need advice, you know, uh, this is the safe um, space this is a safe environment, and you know, uh, you can open up. So, just create this space within your home of mm-hmm. making your partner realize that you know, we have uh, his or her back,
0: we are there we to can... help, right? Not judge yeah,
1: or criticize, yeah, yeah. Especially in, in certain cultures, and po- Polish culture is one of them. Uh, we are very inclined to um, complain and uh, and judge. And this is very toxic. And we have to be aware of that, that this doesn't help. Um, we should be really supporting each other, praising for what is being done well. So even if the person is struggling to open up, um, you know, just say like, it's so good that you are just taking this first step of like you know opening up of like you know being willing to to just do something about it you know just um, yeah so take whole thing and praise and make to partner uh, because uh, we all have our challenges and uh, when we support each other it's much easier
0: to to face them. Right, fantastic. Well, um. Where can our viewers and listeners find you if they need more information on burnout prevention or simply seeking therapy? Where is the best place to reach out to you?
1: Wellbeingstrategist.com. This is my website. So um, you can uh, find the links to my uh, social media channels there. That's Mm -hmm. wellbeingstrategist.com. And also I would like to invite all your lovely listeners Stay tuned as I am just completing my uh, book, uh, Burnout Recovery Guide for Female Entrepreneurs, uh, which should be available on Amazon um, from the beginning of the new
0: year. Great, fantastic. Thank you so much, Kasia. Thank you for joining us today. Um, and thank you guys for watching and listening. Uh, I just want to remind you all that we are releasing uh, videos weekly. And I'd like to invite you to subscribe and follow us on YouTube and Instagram. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did enjoy it, why not subscribe or leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts? I would love to hear from you and see what you think about our content you can connect with me on LinkedIn. The link is below in the show notes. As usual, if you would like to get the notes from today's podcast episode, you can find them on our website, virtuallyunbreakable.basssprout.com. See you in the next episode of Virtually Unbreakable podcast, delivered next week on Wednesday.